Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to a new season, season ten of the Daily Mind Podcast. How is everyone's weekend? How is every How is everybody's day going so far? We're finishing up the day, but you know what? Hey, where we finish, we start. So now we start with this podcast. How's everyone's day going? Um, made it to season ten. I can't believe it. Um, it's been a bit. I mean, the show's been moving a little too fast, but nonetheless, um. I'm here. It's season ten, and, and I couldn't be any happier. <laughs> couldn't be any happier. Um, but yeah, that's due to you guys taking the time to listen out of your day to listen to this show, and and it's crazy because you know I never really thought I'd hear my voice in such a way where you know because like I told you before, my voice never was very confident with my voice the way I sound, but I could even listen to an episode of, of myself just you know I could hear my voice with confidence. And you guys are part of that. And I do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. All right. So hopefully you guys had a good weekend. For those who went to go see the double feature of Oppenheimer and Barbie, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't. Well, not couldn't, but I didn't get a chance to see Barbie. But I did see Oppenheimer, and I was thrilled, ecstatic. I didn't even want to go to the bathroom. Like You know how good a movie is? And you're just like, damn, I got to take a piss after drinking that large-ass $15 soda but I don't want to get up because the movie is so good. That was me, man. And I'm telling you, when the movie was done, luckily I didn't stay for like a post-credit scene. Spoiler, there is no post-credit scene. All right, so as soon as the movie's done, go use the fucking bathroom. I highly recommend it, all right? It's Monday. Nothing's changed with the new season in terms of Mondays. It's news out of a hat. Basically me taking a hat with random news in it, picking out a news article, reading it, giving it my spiel on it, see what's going on with it. And try to make sense of it. Um, that's kind of like what I do with the news out of a hat. So without further ado, let's get into some news. All right, so here we go. News out of a hat. Let's go find us some articles. Um, so one of the biggest stories I heard was that Netflix was dropping one of its cheapest ad-free plans um, from being purchased. I don't know if any of you guys notice, but um, you're probably better off going back to cable. It sounds crazy because all these subscription platforms are going up, 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 up in price. And, you know, their argument is like, yo, we have to maintain the content we have. And if you want better content, we well, got to pay more for it. OK, yeah, we got that. But shit, it's getting to a point where having so many streaming services, by the time you add them all up, let's say you got. Max, uh, Netflix, you have YouTube Premium, you have all these streaming networks, Peacock. By the time you add up the bill for those, you're already paying for cable. Okay, so maybe, I don't know. But see, here's the thing about it. You can choose whatever streaming service you want. You don't have to watch it all. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's either way, it's getting fucking expensive. It's definitely getting expensive. All right, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, you go ahead and choose, but that's what's happening right now. And again, you know, these, 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 you know, inflation, all this other shit. Yeah, I got it. It's bullshit. And then, you know, I feel like prices are going to go up a little more because once after this writers and actors strike, um, where they're demanding more money, these subscription companies are going to have to cough up a little more in royalties. And guess what? More, the prices are just going to keep going up, up, up and up. So, I mean... You could do with, that's fine. But you could do without, that's fine too. So you can pick and choose what you can pay for and what you can afford. So uh, best of luck to you uh, when it comes to that. Uh, let's see here. All right. There's a lot of, uh, let's see. 
Oh, here's a crazy story. First story, um, ESPN broadcaster Shaka Hislop collapses on air. Um, it said he collapsed on live television during the broadcast of a match between AC Milan and Real Madrid at the Rose Bowl. I mean, that's one thing about live TV. Um, yeah, some of it is it's scripted, but it's also very unpredictable. Uh, this is coming out of Fox 5 in New York. It says, uh, if I could get rid of this stupid-ass ad. Let's see here. Shaka Hislop, a former Premier League star and current ESPN broadcaster, collapsed on live television during the broadcast of a match between AC Milan and Real Madrid at the Rose Bowl on Sunday. Hislop was speaking to co-host Dan Thomas when he fell. Thomas called for help, and emergency uh, personnel tend to Hislop, tended to Hislop. Thomas gave an update on Hislop's health later in the match. Quote, as it stands, it's good news. He's conscious. He's talking. I think he's a little embarrassed about it all. He's apologized profusely. Not a man who likes people to make fuss of him, Thomas said. Obviously far too early to make any sort of diagnosis. I don't know what to make of that. Who knows? He could have been dehydrated. Probably didn't need anything. Could be an early sign of a medical condition. Who knows? I mean, when somebody passes out, you don't really think, oh, you know, they just fainted or they just tired or maybe they're not getting enough sleep. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But um, it's it's got it's good to see that he's okay. Um, these things can be a bit scary, especially on live TV. It may seem a little embarrassing, but you know, again, um, the most important thing is that he's okay. So that um, that I guess we could be thankful for. All right, so let's see what other news articles we got going on here. Well, uh, besides a rocket, uh, besides a rat being tied to a rocket. Kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> and of course, you guys are hearing all this news about that that country star, um, Jason Aldean. Um, wow, that's like one of the top news articles going on on many outlets right now about the lyrics, the questionable lyrics, and how it may incite violence. I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing in that song that incites any sort of like racial tension or whatever. I mean, think about it like this. He's right on one front. You don't hear, like when the whole... Ferguson thing was going on and George Floyd riots was going on and the protest. None of that shit was happening in like rural town USA. It was all the major cities. Okay. And you have to take into account a lot of people are like, well, you know, small towns, you know, they, they're just full of racist, bigoted people. Not necessarily. Okay. And at the same time, these people, like small town people, they do care about their community. In the city, nobody gives a shit. Everybody's just trying to get ahead and get to where they need to go. They step on each other, stomp on each other. All that. Now, small town people, yeah, I mean, they, if, if they were rioters, and let's just say they're not even race-related in terms of riots. It's just riots, just just rambunctious things that normally don't happen in that neighborhood. Yeah, they're going to do something about it. They're going to make sure that shit don't happen versus in a city somewhere where people are just running amok doing crazy shit. Anyway, this is out of the New York Post. Uh, rock legend Ted Nugent. Now, he's not exactly a favorite of many either, but... um. He said, rock legend Ted Nugent calls Jason Aldean's small town song attackers idiots. Quote by saying, they've got no soul. Uh, the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent, is the latest star to weigh in on Jason Aldean's controversial hit, Try That in a Small Town. Blasting, quote, idiots who hate the song in an interview Saturday. He goes to say, I know there's a bunch of idiots out there, but you need to learn to get a kick out of the idiots. The idiots hate this Jason Aldean song because they hate when we push back against violence, he told Fox News Jimmy uh, Fallon. Quote, he also goes to say, uh, they always get it 180 degrees wrong. This song is against violence. The song is about self-defense. The song is about protecting your loved ones in your neighborhood. 
if you find fault with a song that celebrates protecting your loved ones, your neighborhood, you might be going down to Target to the Satan display and get down on your knees. Woo, he went there. He bought the heat. He bought the fucking heat. Um, it says the rock legend is no stranger to controversy himself. Going up against liberals for years over hot button issues like Second Amendment rights and freedom of speech. He has been branded as an extremist for his views. Um, yeah. So this man is like God and country. If if you if you know if you have to personify God and country, this is it's Ted Nugent. Um, and you know again, a lot of people's not going to agree with him. You know, the left definitely not going to agree with him. Um, but I would agree for, with him in the aspect that yeah, you know what what's wrong with making a, a a song about protecting yourself and your town? You understand what I'm saying? Like you wonder why riots and shit don't happen in these small towns because people are way more close knit in a smaller town than in a city. Now, you're probably thinking, like, well, how would you know that? Okay, well, I live here in Clarksville. It's not exactly a small town, but it's definitely smaller than, let's say, New York City, where I'm from. Definitely a major difference by by about um, uh, 7, 8 million, okay? Um, in New York City, you get some pockets, some neighborhoods that do look out for each other, but everybody is just cutthroat in New York. Just trying to get to where they need to get to and just get by. You know what I mean? It's not a lot of close-knit people. Not to say that New Yorkers are like we're stingy and we're just, you know, we're, we are just not human. No, we do help out, but not like how in a small town where everybody knows everybody kind of deal. But like I said, there's pockets and neighborhoods in New York City where people do look out for their own. And there's nothing wrong with that. Would that be any different if, like, let's say Jay-Z or somebody comes out with a song very similar to this? Would that get the same attention as this Jason Aldi song? Pro I'm more than likely not. I honestly don't think it will. Um, but you you kind of get the you kind of get the 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 polarity between the two. They're they're two different things apparently to some. Uh, let's see. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. CMT dropped them. From his like, wait, the, the video is no longer played on CMT country music television. People, country music television don't want the smoke, apparently. They're so afraid of backlash, not realizing what their audience base is. It is people that like country music. What do you think they're gonna say? Like, like, they're gonna be like, okay, yeah, well, you're a sellout, CMT. Yeah, that's exactly what they're thinking. But I'm they'll figure that shit out. But he's getting a lot of support. He's getting a lot of support. You know, what is bad publicity, there's good publicity. All right, so you guys should have been tracking. I'm pretty sure you guys tracking about this guy in um, Korea, the disgraced soldier, um, Travis King. So, you know, the, the backstory is that he was getting kicked out of the army. He was getting escorted to the airport. And he was supposed to get on the flight to go back to the U.S., but ended up not getting on that flight. Takes a tour bus trip to the DMZ and runs bolts literally across the border into North Korea. North Koreans got him now, and now there's talks about how to get him back. Now, that's a crazy story to tell. Mind you, this kid is not completely out of the army yet. He was supposed to go report to Fort Bliss, so I don't know what additional UCMJ action is going to be taken upon him because right now the most important thing is his welfare and well-being. So I'll read the article. Um, this is coming out of the Daily Beast. North Korea now speaking to UN command about Travis King. It says the deputy commander of the U.S.-led United Nations Command said Monday 
that talks have begun with North Korea about Travis King. The American soldier who fled into hostile country last week, King's unauthorized dash into North Korea on Tuesday created a new diplomatic headache in Washington, D.C. Amid a period of rising tensions with Pyongyang, uh, conversations between the UNC and North Korea's military about the 23-year-old are being conducted. Uh, through a mechanism set up under the Korean War armistice, a British Army officer serving as deputy commander of the UNC said, quote, The primary concern for us is Private King's welfare, Lieutenant General Andrew Harrison said at a media briefing Monday. Quote, The conversation has commenced with the KPA through the mechanisms of the armistice agreement. I can't say anything that could preju prejudice that process. I mean, this guy figured if I, I i rather go to north korea than go to fort bliss that's crazy now his family did chime in and said that he's been going through mental episodes right after losing a relative right I, and it seemed like it was a young relative so he's had some episodes so apparently for what i've heard he was locked up in a south korean jail for about two months for assaulting a local and then a, a, then a, a list of other things in the other shit that he did while he was out there. I tell you, nothing good comes out of like being stationed in Korea, I guess. I don't know, man. I hear so many different things. Not bashing a duty station whatsoever, but it's just I don't understand, man. You you get a you get a you get a free ride sort of to go to a foreign country and you just cut up like that. When I went to Italy, shit, I had a time of my life, man. I was on my best behavior. I just became one with the locals. I just absorbed it all. But Ooh, I don't know. For some, it's uh, it's it's different. So I guess now they're working on trying to get this guy back. He is actually, for what they said, the first American to run across the border or who has touched North Korean soil since 1982. So this has happened before. And it's crazy because now they're going to be now they have to be extra careful on the border, especially when they have those tours of just people just randomly running through. You know, and the funny thing about it was people, the crowd. That you know that he was with thought it was some sort of TikTok prank, so I can only hope that this does not become a TikTok prank because it's a very dangerous prank. All right, so this news article, this next story is pretty hot. Um, just came out. Um, it's on USA Today. Ohio police dog mauled black man as he surrendered to officers. Video shows. Now I did see this article on TV earlier, and initially they pulled this guy over. And he then took off, and he's driving an 18-wheeler, mind you. He did stop, and then he pulled off again. Then they flattened his tires. He got out the truck. Now, he complied. He had his hands up, and he complied. And if you watch the video closer, you can hear somebody in the background saying, like the other um, state troopers saying, hey, do not unleash the dog, because they brought the dog out, but somebody was holding him. But then somebody got too anxious and started letting the dog, let the dog go towards the suspect, right? And then started chewing up on the fucking suspect. <laughs> I'm going to read the article. Uh, this is coming out of Columbus, Ohio. It says an unarmed black man was mauled by a police dog in Ohio after he had already surrendered to authorities with his hands up following a high-speed car chase through multiple counties earlier this month, according to newly released body camera footage. Now, this wasn't a high-speed car chase. He was driving an 18-wheeler. I wouldn't exactly say that's a high-speed car chase. I wouldn't say an 18-wheeler is a car. Anyway... The lengthy pursuit began after Jadarius Rose, 23 of Texas, I mean, I'm sorry, Tennessee, failed to stop for a vehicle inspection by an Ohio State Highway Patrol trooper on July 4th. The footage, which was first obtained by the Seattle Valley Guardian through a public record request, shows state troopers giving the dogs handling officers 
uh, several warnings to not release the dog if the man surrendered with his hands in the air. Although Rose appeared to comply with authorities in the video, a Circleville canine handling police officer is seen releasing the dog and commanding the dog to attack Rose. Circleville police told the Columbus Dispatch, part of the USA Today network, they are reviewing the conduct of the canine handling officer identified as Ryan Speakman in the Highway Patrol's written report. But re police refused to say whether Speakman or any other officers have been placed on leave. Nana Watson, president of the NAACP's Columbus, Ohio chapter, compared the video to images of police dogs used against protesters in the South during the civil rights movement. Quote, this type of behavior should not be tolerated, she, Watson said. It brings back those hurtful memories of hate for black people. All right. Yeah, so they're going to eat. NAACP is going to eat this shit up, and I'm sure the man is going to sue the fuck out of them. Now, again, seeing the video, he was complying. He had his hands up. There was someone yelling for the other guy, Speakman, not to release the dog, and he still released the dog, and it's all caught on footage. So, I mean, the guy has a case. And I, I don't understand, like, you can't, if you're a dog handler, if you're part of a canine patrol unit, you got to have some sort of restraint over your dog. Like, there's no way you're going to just let the dog go. I think, now it's kind of hard to tell, he probably was just anxious to let that dog get a bite, or he just couldn't handle the fucking dog. If you're not, if you're on a canine patrol unit and you can't handle a dog, you need a desk job because you should be able to restrain and handle the dog. Now, who knows? There might have been a lot of noise and confusion because you got cars going by on one side. You got people, you got everybody just yelling. So who knows, right? I wasn't there, but I'm going to say this guy has a case. He definitely has a case. So we'll see how, we'll see how that comes about. And I really hope that it doesn't spark any incidents on the street i can only hope because we we're we're past that already we don't need people tearing up cities and towns again because we don't need that those past three two three years were just they weren't it and you know we're just now coming off of this pandemic shit we don't we it's businesses like there's a lot of businesses that can't afford to be shut down because they got fucked up all right so let's see here uh da, 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 da. Let's see what other news we got here as I go up and down here. Oh, God. Phone's getting stuck. I'm just kind of scrolling. Ah, let's see here. Mm. I'm just looking at some figures. I came across the ad on Fandango. Um, so it shows three movies. Um, the Sounds of Freedom, Oppenheimer, and Barbie. Barbie made $162 million, people. Oppenheimer made $82 million and Sounds of Freedom made 20 million now sounds of freedom kind of highlights the sex traffic kid uh child sex trafficking but nobody wanted to see that movie it was almost like uh they didn't want anybody to see this movie there was actually reports of people who um were at certain theaters they went to go see this movie and they purposely at least they allegedly made the theater hot on purpose without ac and the sound was down so i don't know if it was some sort of ploy for this for people not to see this movie I'm not getting into all that, <laughs> but yeah, those are figures this weekend that those movies made. So shout out to Barbie. I'll be honest with you. Barbie killed it. All right. So here's another disgrace story. Um, this New York, uh, this guy in New York who works for the uh, New York city transit, uh, you know, this guy fucking during work hours, he flew to Florida. He flew to Florida. I'm going to get into that article coming out of New York. Uh, ABC 7, New York City Transit Supervisor is accused of flying to Florida during work hours. A general inspector for New York City Transit was fired after he was caught flying 
to his Florida home during work hours. Authorities said Monday the supervisor was tasked with overseeing the maintenance of escalators and elevators in the subway system for a large chunk of Manhattan. Quote, elevators and escalators are a critical component for our transportation system, especially for people with mobility challenges who depend on them, said MTA Inspector General Daniel G. Court. Managers who oversee the maintenance of elevators and escalators perform a crucial role and cannot shirk their responsibilities. This individual has now been held accountable for his failure to perform his duties and for his honesty. He was improperly paid for time he spent traveling from New York to Florida. Time records reflected that he claimed to be doing field work when he was on the flight to Florida. It, was, it is also alleged that he would not swipe his ID at the time clock at the end of his shift and would falsely report his time out for the day directly to his supervisor. Quote, this theft of time um, undermined the public's trust as well as the trust of New York City Transit and is not representative of the thousands of hardworking transit workers who move New Yorkers every single day, said New York City Transit President Richard Davey. For those reasons, the employee is no longer with the agency. That is the kind of news New York City Transit don't need to hear because they just approve of a fair hike. And New Yorkers are already highly pissed with that. Because they feel that the system is antiquated and now they hear shit like people beating the clock and you know stealing money and time. Yeah, that doesn't help justify the, the price increase of a single ride on the bus and train. So they got to clean that up. Listen, man, I, I don't understand. You got a good paying job. Why, why fuck it up doing something stupid like that? Beating the system. Okay, we all may not like our jobs and our careers, but think about it, man. You working in... In a position like that, you're getting paid a lot of money and you're going to mess that up because you want to take your trips to Florida to your Florida home. Dude, you deserve an L. You deserve an L. In fact, you deserve three of them motherfuckers because now you don't even have a job. Now you could go fly to your Florida home and go cry about it. I, I just don't understand it, man. That, that to me is dirty as fuck. It's dirty. And you got caught doing it. Listen, I don't condone it. You pull some shit like that, you'll probably do it once or twice here and there every couple of years, every once a, once a year. But I think he was doing that shit so much to the point where he got too confident and too cocky. And before you know it, yeah, he got caught. All right, so moving right along. Hey, look, don't steal companies' time. Don't do it. If you don't like the job, I get it. But there's other ways of going about it, like finding another job or whatever. But... Don't don't get caught doing some dumb shit like that because it's going to have consequences and you might even have to pay some shit back. Then now you're losing more money. So, I mean, hey, if that's the route you want to go, that's on you. But that's not something I totally would go. But hey, that's just me thinking smart, thinking, thinking smart. All right. So I uh, got about seven minutes. I'm going to find some more to look at. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, I'm trying to find something interesting to say the least uh let's see check out some headlines here uh, bah, bah, bah. now this story right here pissed me off now you know that carly russell chick the one that claimed she was driving or whatever found a baby on the side of the road tended to the baby and then got kidnapped well guess what no surprise it was all a fucking lie it was all a lie and for what? I don't understand what was the point of doing that. Didn't they didn't we learn anything from Jesse Smollett? Didn't we learn anything about him fabricating a story? And the fact that people are defending her by saying, 
well, she's probably going through some issues and stuff. Well, she obviously didn't go through enough issues to sit here and make up some shit like this. And there was also reports that she went and seen the, like, she's seen the movie Taken as a um, inspiration for this shit, which is crazy. She needs to go to jail because it's it's bigger than this. You gotta understand, this has set black people back quite a ways back when it comes to finding missing African-American kids, men, women. You know, it set us back a great deal because now with Jesse Smollett and this shit, nobody's ever going to believe when black people are missing. So this right here, no, there's, there's, she definitely deserves to go to jail. All right, this is coming out of CBS News. Carly Russell apologizes saying there was no kidnapping. I mean, I think everybody knew this because the way the story was collaborated, it just wasn't adding up. A random ass baby on the side of the road and then, come on, man, like there's no way. There's no way. Now, guess what? When there's actually a baby on the side of the road, nobody's going to stop for this shit, for the baby. You see how stories like this, cry, you know, the boy who cried wolf type stories do? This is going to hurt a lot of people. But it's definitely going to hurt her. It says, Carlethia Carly Nicole Russell, a 25-year-old Alabama nurse student, a nursing student who told police she was abducted, admitted Monday through a statement from her lawyer that she was not kidnapped. A massive search for Russell began on July 13th after she called 911 and reported seeing a toddler on the side of the highway. She returned home on July 15th and in a brief statement told Hoover police officers she'd been abducted. In the days since, police said they were unable to verify most of Russell's statement about being captured. Uh, officers thought they were finally going to meet with her again Monday, but Russell's attorney emailed a statement instead. Hoover Police Chief Nick Jersey said, uh, Dersey's read out to the statement at a press conference. He says, we ask for your prayers for Carly as she's addressing her issues and attempts to move forward. Dersey's read on behalf of Russell's lawyer. Quote, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter, Carly, again, asked for your forgiveness and prayers. Police still do not know where Russell was during the approximate 49 hours after her disappearance, though they built a timeline of the days before her disappearance. Some of the time focuses on the very strange online searches. Um... On July 11th, Russell searched, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? <laughs> According to police, on the, on the day of her disappearance, Russell searched online for the Birmingham bus station and information on bus tickets. She searched for information on taking money from a register without being caught. Russell also did an online search for the movie Taken, which was about a woman who was abducted and, is, and the assuring quest to rescue her. She left work in Birmingham around 10 miles from Hoover on the day she disappeared. Around 8.20 local time, surveillance video shows her leaving her workplace with a bathrobe, a roll of toilet paper, and other items, all of which police said she kept concealed. Uh, she then ordered food from a nearby business at the Colonnade Shopping Mall and picked it up before she headed to a Target on Highway 280. She bought some granola bars and Cheez-Its and stayed in the store and uh, parking lot until 9.21. She then called 911 at 9.34 to report a toddler on the highway saying she stopped to check on the boy, police said. Investigators on Wednesday said they never found any evidence of a child on the road. Quote, my client did not see a baby on the side of the road. Jersey's read on behalf of Russell's lawyer during Monday's press conference. Sickening fucking story. Because you have to think of the headlines this story got. And it's bad enough there's been uh, um, accusations in the past that uh, missing African Americans don't get enough headline news. At all. But this actually made the news fairly quickly. Only to find out that it's a hoax. That shit pissed me off. No. 
fuck that. Throw the book at her. I, I like I don't know her bad story. Perhaps maybe she got some issues. But that's obviously not the way to go about it for some attention. What if it was really just because she and her boyfriend broke up? I'm just hypothetical here. Her and her boyfriend broke up and she needed like attention. I, I don't know. What would drive somebody to make up such a crazy ass story though? It's it's nuts. I, I, I can't believe it. You know, like you wasted all this manpower and resources. You know, it costs money to go find someone. The authorities getting involved. It costs money. These guys work overtime. They use up a lot of their equipment. You know, it's more gas to go find your stupid ass. But yeah, you sit here and you make this up. And congratulations, you just set black people back quite a bit. I I, I don't even know what to say about that. There's no justifying that. And, and her lawyer should you know, know this. But you know, lawyers don't give a shit. They just want to make some money. But again this is crazy there's no way to justify that none uh all right maybe i got time for one more story or not let's see Ooh, no i think i'll wrap it up here it's it's just about 29 minutes my last episode or so i did 50 minutes 50 minutes so you know um yeah that's 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 just a little too long all right so hey wrapping this up now and um Welcome to season 10. All right. I tell you, though, there's some crazy news out there, man. And, 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 and I'll be honest with you. We really don't know what go on in people's heads. Okay. It's a lot of shit. Um, and you just never know. But I, I can't justify that. There's this just that just irked the hell out of me. Think about it. Because all I can think of is just Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett. And yeah, people are like, well, He's a celebrity, so he could get more help. She's not. She might need help. No, fuck that. And he should know better because he's a fucking celebrity. Yeah, like we're going to make, like we're going to believe two men beat your ass up. And then you turn around, you pay these guys. They're actors. Jesse Smollett, man, you definitely deserve one of those too. I didn't forget about you because you, a lot of us forgotten about him just for a little bit. But until this shit happened with Carly, now he's back in the spotlight. But, you know, in the form of memes. I'm sure he's kind of laying low right now. So, um... Yeah, so there you go. All right, so hey, that ends this show. And, you know, again, just uh, stay tuned for the next episode, whatever that may be. So, uh, again, thanks for listening to my podcast, and welcome to Season 10. I'll do as many episodes as I possibly can this week, and then, again, taking a nice little break, all right? So, hey, enjoy the rest of your evening, and have a great night.